Welcome back. Bill Michael's show. We might dip into getting a few words from Phil Mickelson at some point here, who is speaking to the media. I'm sure he is... uh, I'm sure he is uh, taking uh, a lot of questions. I'm just kind of watching this uh, right now on the golf coverage from the U.S. Open. Uh, so at some point, I'm sure we're going to get some uh, some some voice, if you will, from Phil Mickelson. Um, this is uh, rather interesting. The WWE second class of college athletes receiving name, image, likeness agreements including the first participants in men's basketball, volleyball, gymnastics, and cheer and dance, as well as four from Power 5 football programs. The 15-member group participating in WWE's Next In Line program will train at the Promotions Performance Center in Orlando, Florida, and receive resources in areas such as brand building, media communications, Uh, Gable Stevenson, by the way, the Olympic gold medalist and NCAA champion in heavyweight wrestling in Minnesota, headlined the WWE's first NIL class along with Miami basketball twins and social media stars Haley and Hannah Cavender, if you follow them at all. Um, And then you've got the Auburn All-American gymnast Darian Goborn, Tennessee track and field standout Chandler Hayden, Pac-12 heavyweight wrestling champion Colton Schultz, Ole Miss cheer and dance athlete, Allie Maddox, uh, who won the world championship with Team USA back in 2019. Uh, and then on from there. So the WWE started uh, the Next line, next in Line program to identify future superstars and start developing them at younger ages. The promotion has been a long history of hiring former college athletes, including former standouts, Dwayne the Rock champion, remember, uh, or Dwayne the Rock Johnson, who, who ended up becoming their champion. Uh, and kind of going on from there. So the WWE now jumping into the NIL using the name image likeness. Interesting. I, I guess it's a smart business move on behalf of the WWE who's getting a lot of uh, pub off of this. Um, I... Again, though, you know, and and Michael asks, what do I think of the WWE giving this money? That's how I started even talking about this. I, I, I mean, look, I, I don't have a problem of the WWE doing this. I mean, it's legal. Who cares, right? And they're being smart business people. I think that there is going to eventually be a... A, a, a ruling of some type within the NCAA. Eventually, you got to figure out a way to put your arms around it. You can't you can't stop it because it, now it's it's out. It, it's never going away. But I think eventually the NIL or the uh, NCAA is going to figure out a way with this NIL stuff that they're eventually going to kind of put their arms around it a little bit and say, okay, we're going to have to limit certain things. And they'll figure out a way to stifle this a little bit. But right now, it just seems like with, you know, it's like every week you hear about something else. You've got an eighth grader now that's getting an NIL deal. You've got high schoolers, freshmen, sophomores, juniors getting NIL deals. And we're not talking small. Bigger deals. So I I think eventually 
the the well is going to become so poisoned from the money that's being tossed around that they're going to have to do something to stymie this just a little bit, to try to regulate it. Because you can't stop Like I said, you can't stop it. But to regulate it, I can see that happening. Am I concerned about it? Not really. Not anymore. You know, at first you wanted to see, you know, okay, we weren't going to use it as a recruiting tool. We weren't going to put, you know, these these groups together, these foundations together that were going to find these jobs and make all this money for our guys and girls. And, and, and now it's just, it's wide open. It's the Wild West. It's just money. Money, 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 money. And you've got teams that are basically building uh, their recruiting around the money now. It's no longer about the school and academia. It's no longer about the coach. It's it's about money. And if it's not about the money, you go for the coach first, and then you go into the portal and you collect the money somewhere else. It's about the money, no doubt. So make no mistake about it. It's it's all going green and not in the most positive of way. But uh, the WWE now jumping in on this. It's kind of way, way, the way we expected, right, Ben? That you know, you can't regulate it. You can't. They, they're not. They don't have a consortium on how to stymie this in any way, shape, or form. So everybody's going to grab as much as they can while they can before they st- start to s- slow down the trickle. I guess it right. Yeah, I guess. I mean, th- I separate what the WWE is doing, and I don't know everything about it, but separate that from you know the whole chaos down south with what Saban and Fisher and all that stuff we talked about. Like, that's just an right. outside organization. It's like Nike going and sponsoring athletes, you know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. That, I think, is great. I, I think those are what this was meant to be. So I think that's cool. Right. I, I will also say still, you know, up in the Big Ten, it is not close to the level of chaos that we are seeing in the South, which right. I, I kind of am happy about, I think. I don't know. Um. By the way, just an FYI, there's uh, a lot of weather that's starting to enter into our area. I know that I just saw NBC 15 say that uh, Greene County is now under a uh, severe thunderstorm warning. Uh, and, and this is not just Greene County. There's other areas that are obviously looking at the threat of severe weather this afternoon. It's been advertised in this area where I'm at, in the Milwaukee area. I'm sure it's out in the Madison area as well. But just kind of keep an eye to the sky. Um, and I can go through all of this, which it gets long and kind of drudgery. But uh, but there are uh, weather issues taking place right now. So I just want to make you aware of it a little bit, just because. Uh, this one's from Allie. Allie says, uh, did you go up to Road America this weekend? Great race weather, and it was picture perfect and beautiful. Looked great on the television screen as well. Uh, did not go to Road America on race day. Saw it was at Road America, but not on race day. I watched it like many of you. I sat back and just watched it on the uh, the beauty that was the broadcast and enjoyed it. I This weekend was one of those weekends where it's been crazy, and starting tomorrow uh, we leave for Rice Lake, and I'm looking forward to that, our Rice Lake uh, broadcast brought to you by Todd's Ready Mix and our friends at Link RV and Link Ford up there, uh, leaving for there tomorrow after the program, and then we're going to be up there for the Rice Lake Celebrity Golf Tournament. And, but there's just a lot of travel coming up. So we didn't have to do the show there on Friday. So I went up on Friday night and Saturday for a little bit during the day and kind of hung out. Uh, and it was great just to kind of see people and say hello. Uh, but we're going to be there full-blown for NASCAR weekend. This weekend we're in Rice Lake. Next week we're uh, doing a trip to um, um, Lacrosse as we're going to be back at Celebrations for a cigar dinner. So we got a lot going on. 
Got a lot going on. Uh, by the way, I'm being told Rick says a uh, line of th- showers and thunderstorms in Wisconsin rapid south almost to the Dells. So be careful. Uh, and then Jason says uh, crossing through La Crosse. He said I was driving into the Twin Cities earlier today and it was brutal, heavy rain, high winds. So that's what I'm telling you. And by the way, thanks for listening on the app all the way driving through Minneapolis and into Minnesota. Liking it. People following us everywhere. Got our own weather spotters. Kind of cool. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Um, Anthony says, uh, how about getting a group together and we take over a section at American Family Field and go to a Brewers game uh, like we used to? Kind of cool. It's been a while. We used to do that. We used to have a section down uh, the third base line. We did it for Bucks games, too, years ago. And you got a reduced rate. We just took over kind of an entire section. We had a great time doing it. We haven't done that lately. Maybe uh, maybe we do that. Um, I don't know necessarily. I mean, uh, I go to Jim Bathy or somebody over at the Brewers and uh, talk to them about tickets or putting something together. But that'd be kind of cool. Wouldn't mind that. We haven't done that in a while. we we got to put some kind of a, an outing together. I would not be uh, I would not be adverse to that. That'd be kind of cool. Um 877-867-1670 a caller said um what do you take it would think to keep Aaron Judge in New York? What what do I think it would take to you're going to pay Aaron Judge a lot of money and the the Yankees can afford to do it. Period. What would the does Aaron Judge become the first four hundred million dollar man? Didn't Trout make that much? Is it my crazy? See, here's the thing with Trout. Trout gets he goes about his business so quietly, and it's the Angels, so nobody cares. That's the craziest thing about it. Trout got four hundred twenty six mil. Okay, so then Aaron Judge is now worth what? Probably similar to what Harper's worth. That he'll get more naturally because yeah. that's kind of how the contracts work. But in terms of what he is worth, I would say Harper got ooh eleven years, three thirty. I think was the total. Mm-hmm. Do you get? Do you think Judge gets more though when it comes to per year? Because Aaron Judge is having a hell of a season. Hell of a season. Um, God, doesn't he have like twenty plus home runs or something like that? Yeah, he's did I the, read that correctly? Because Carpenter went crazy yesterday. I know that he's the American League leader in literally everything. Right. He's going crazy. Yeah, but when I, I'm, you know, because you're looking at guys that have. 10, 15 home runs already. You're like, boy, that's pretty nice. You're putting a hell of a season together. And then I was, I think I was reading Judge had 20, I don't know, 23, something like that. And, uh, but I was reading this the other day. Maybe he's homered again since then. But I'm thinking, damn, we're not even, we're not even into the midpoint of June. And he's looking at a 50 home run season. That, he, in New York, In New York, um, boy, I bet you he gets upwards of 40, the, just million per year. Aaron judges with the way the value has gone stupid. 
Aaron Judge gets 40, 42 million a year. I don't know what the length of the contract's going to be. I don't care. But 42 million a year. Maybe you give him more for a shorter term contract. But about 42 million a year. Go in that direction. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. But how long do you go? I don't think I – you're not going over seven years because that will put him late 30s. Right? It seems like yesterday he just came up, but he came up a little bit older. And I think he's – He's 30. Is he now 30? I was going to say 28, but uh, Okay. Yeah, you're definitely not going over seven years, right? If you're the Yankees, maybe you eat that eighth year. I, I but yeah, that's uh, that's crazy money, and the numbers that he's putting up. And you would assume, I mean, the the analytics will tell you that at the age of about twenty nine to thirty thirty one is when the apex meets meets the ability and the knowledge. So you would assume that at 31, 32, 33, about 33, you're going to start to decline. I don't think you want to pay for those numbers. You're not going to pay for those numbers now because you can't, he's not, you would assume he's not going to give you that. That's a great question. I don't know what, I don't know what I'd be paying there in judge. I'm going to say about 42 a year. 42 a year. That's what it comes down to. How many years? I don't know. Wait and see. But I wouldn't go longer than that. And no team that has any kind of a mid-level or less payroll is going to go after him. So you eliminate, at, at, at the most, three-quarters of the league from going after Aaron Judge for any kind of a super long-term deal. for whatever. He's going to remain a Yankee, but you're probably going to give him about 35, 37 to 42, 43 million a year for maybe six, seven years. Just just realistically. Uh, let's see. I don't know how we got on that topic. Let's do this. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to come back. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at New Mail Medical. Treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin, beyond the borders. ED, 98% success rate, by the way. 90, all but guaranteeing the fact that they can help you out with erectile dysfunction. How about the all-in-one weight loss program? It works. you got to follow it. Do it. It's worth a phone call. But uh, they can jumpstart a, a new you. They can do it today. Stop in. Or if you're tired, if you're moody, if you're sluggish, if you're just not getting it done, you can't figure out why, could be just low T, low testosterone, if you, especially if you're over the, over the age of 30. Go in and get your – it takes maybe 10, 15 minutes to get your numbers checked. And then they can say, okay, here's where you're at. Here's our course of action. Let's start it. And you're, and, you know, you're good to go. I mean, it's just – it's that simple. Just a phone call can give you a brand new you. That's New Mail Medical, 414-455-4451 in locations in Milwaukee and in Green Bay, 414-455-4451. Again, 414-455-4451, the New Mail Medical Center. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
Welcome back. How are we looking? Yeah, I tell you what, I was talking uh, about the weather a little while ago. Man, uh, you've got uh, Nakusa getting drilled pretty good. Wisconsin Rapids uh, about to get uh, slam basted. Got a little bit of uh, rough weather rolling through the Dells right now. But uh, the most of the real heavy stuff is uh, in that uh, in that pocket, like, you know, right up like 90, 94, and it just passed through. Stevens Point, if you're listening in that area, that's that's got some heavy rain and such. Uh, maybe you're going to get some up uh, near Rib Mountain and Wausau, probably getting it uh, pretty heavy throughout out that area right now. So some heavy weather rolling into the state, and then you're kind of getting that tail whip right now down uh, just south of Madison. And uh, that's also, you know, not that I'm some kind of meteorologist, but you go through like uh, Stoughton, Fort Atkinson, Jefferson in that area, you know, so all pretty much the length of the state. We're getting something, whether it's uh, a lot of uh, a lot of heavy rain or uh, some high winds and such along with it. So just be careful if you're out there cruising around out there. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. It is tradition. The, uh, the big charity softball tournament for the Green Bay Packers, past and present, Took place this past weekend. Donald Driver, Double D, talked about the current Green Bay Packers roster, the players, and all the guys uh, at the charity softball game. And he said, uh, you know, everybody here is unified. Brings the unity in, right? They're getting ready. They have one month left before they really kick off this season. And so it's uh, it's exciting for them. You know, it shows that they, they, they want to be a team. And they want to be united together to go out and uh, prove to them that um, – they're just one step away from being in the bowl. And so I'm excited to watch. I cheer for them every single weekend. So it's, uh, it's going to be another side of the year. Um, head coach Matt LaFleur, uh, his guys, uh, he was asked what was he the most happy about because his team, quote, the stars, meaning the stars of today, got they got the 5-4 win over the, quote, legends team. That nobody got injured. That pickle with Aaron Jones kind of concerned me a little bit, but yeah. uh, I'm – telling these guys to slow down pat o'donnell out there running full speed and i'm like just nobody get hurt that's really it when you do something like this you'd hate to see somebody have a setback or somebody end up uh you know having a uh, an extended training camp going into the season because they end up with a hammy or something on a softball field also he said spending uh, sunday with his players against donald driver brett Favre, antonio freeman all those guys in the softball game he kind of waxed and nostalgic about it a lot of fun. There's a lot of people out here, and it's for a good cause. And good to connect with these guys outside of the office, outside of Lambeau, and so they can kind of see as a normal person. There's so many Packer legends over there that, you know, we've got a lot of respect for, and it's just good to finally meet some of these guys. So, James Jones, NFL Network. We all know his optimism. He was asked flat out, can the Green Bay Packers still – Still, the way they are, without Devontae, still be considered Super Bowl contenders? Well, I mean, whenever you got 12, the Super Bowl is always the limit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, shoot, they got an opportunity to go win the whole thing. I think the way this team is built with what they did in the draft, you know, bringing in certain guys in free agency, I think the Super Bowl are bust every year for the Packers, especially when you got arguably the greatest to ever do it under center. So that will always be my goal, and I know it's there. James Jones also asked, 
Packers drafted Randall Cobb, go back to 2011. Right after they won the Super Bowl, Randall Cobb started out on special teams. Remember, his first special teams play was the very, it was the kick return in the opening game against the New Orleans Saints. You had Kid Rock playing out in the parking lot. They kicked the ball off, and Randall Cobb started his career with the Green Bay Packers by taking it to the house. So will Christian Watson also be the same, and that is starting on special teams? Well, I think this is a different era, though. You know what I mean? Randall came in when Donald Driver was there, Greg Jennings was there, James Jones was there, Jordy Nelson was there, so the room was kind of packed up. So, you know, he had to kind of get in where he fit in, you know, and make some plays and kind of earn some playing time. Now you get these young rookies coming in, you know, shoot, Devontae Adams gone. It's kind of like which guy's going to step up and be that playmaker, you know what I mean? So I think it's a little bit wide open nowadays you know what i mean so you, you may this year see you know them guys not playing a lot on special teams because they're having a big role on the offensive side of the ball so we'll see then you got Jermichael finley who was there and we know Jermichael's been outspoken at times but uh, he ends up getting he went yard by the way talked about playing against aaron jones aj dylan matt lafleur and everybody oh it was awesome um you know i mean i done met um jones before um, and what, who was good to me was uh, Coach LaFar. He, he was awesome. Um, wish I would have played for him. He's a coach, uh, player's coach, and, man, what a great guy. Um, and, and he's very hip to the game as far as off the field and how to treat guys. So I'm a big fan of Matt. How about that, huh? He's hip to the game, and I wish I would have played for him. Jermichael Finley. Uh, will the shorthanded Green Bay Packers? Likely have to play the rookies, uh, the wide receiver Christian Watson and Romeo Dubs and, and such. Uh, they're going to play. They're going to get playing time. What do you thought? Absolutely. Uh, they're going to have to play some rookies this year. Some guys got to step up. Um, and and uh, the phrase of the NFL is the next man up. Um, and, and what a chance the rookies have. I, I can't wait to see these guys uh, play. I'm going to be down a lot this year. Cannot wait to see him play. Can't wait to see him play. There you go. You're going to see Jermichael Finley hanging around Lambeau Field a little bit this season. That was from the uh, charity softball game yesterday. Good to hear a little bit from those guys. Um, look, I the, I don't think there's any doubt that Christian Watson and Romeo Dubs are going to get playing time. I think there's there is zero doubt, unless there's injury or somebody just flat out can't play. I think there is zero doubt that uh, you are not going to see a mix. I think you're going to mix everybody in. Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, Mari Rogers. You're probably going to see, uh, obviously, a lot of Sammy Watkins, Romeo Dubs. You may see more of a guy like Malik Taylor, uh, Torre. I, I think it's going to be just anybody and everybody. I kind of hope, Ben, the guy that we're, we're really kind of looking at, don't we kind of hope Danny Davis it, it figures out a way to break into this whole thing? I mean, that is my hope. I can't say I'm very confident in that being the result. How optimistic are you that he either ends up on the the roster or the practice squad? I think he could have a better than 50% shot at the practice squad. Okay. I mean, he's like he's he's local. He obviously played in a good system for years. He has speed. So, can he break into the roster? I don't really see a chance of that happening this year. But he's he's a guy that can stick around on a practice squad for a bit and then see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, if I had to sit here today and pick your six, because you're probably going to go six, maybe seven, but probably six. Uh, Christian Watson, obviously, Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb. There's three. Sammy Watkins, four. Amari Rogers, five. Romeo Dubs, six. If you go seven, do you go Malik Taylor because of his special teams or Jawan Winfrey? 
Well, I will also note that, I mean, part of being a player at Wisconsin is being great at special teams. They all do it before they become right. starters. So that right. theoretically could be something Davis could bring. Um, because uh, you've got Torre, who was obviously your seventh-round draft choice. But Malik Taylor, who has that speed, does he then get an opportunity to, say, be a returner and such? Um, or do you go back to Amari Rogers as your punt returner, your kick returner, or uh, Kylan Hill? Does Ky- because Kylan was pretty solid at it before he ended up going down with a knee injury last year. So who would be that odd man? Who would be that odd man to, to say get the job because of the special teams aspect? Because I th- that that's your six that's your six guys that you would assume are barring injury that are going to make the roster. You know, my money would be on Torre. From what I know of yeah. the college games of all the players in contention, I liked him a lot. Yeah, interesting. Um, Phil Mickelson, by the way, the big cut coming out of Phil Mickelson's presser today said, "I have the utmost respect for the players in the PGA Tour, and I think that uh, I respect if they disagree. But at this time, this is the right decision." Speaking about going over to the LIV Tour, so Phil quizzed quite a bit about what was going on with the LIV tour and then coming back to play in the U S open and the PGA's response to all of this. So uh, we'll maybe hear some of that a little bit later on. I think but, uh, don't forget, you know, <laughs> don't forget coming back uh, in the next hour. We've got Mike Clemens going to join me here in studio for the last few segments of the show today as well. So we'll have Mike here and Mike was at the game, the uh, charity softball game and Mike's been uh, covering the green Bay Packers and such, although he did not get into the paintball field uh, we'll get an update uh, from all the training camp or the uh, the mini camp stuff with Mike coming up here in just a little bit. So stay tuned for that. Stick around. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. And Pella Windows and Doors are really, really I, I don't even know how to put it. They're just super. They're 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 wonderful products to have in your home. And uh, I can't talk about it enough. Whether it's keeping the heat out in the summertime, the cold out in the wintertime. The look of them on the inside of the home, the look of them on the outside of the home, the workmanship, uh, the installation, the fact that they come in, it doesn't come in just cookie-cutter sizes. And they have six different lines from a couple of vinyl, the Impervia, three different lines of wood windows, contemporary to traditional. They have innovations like the slider screen, the, or the uh, roll screen, the slider window. Now they've got a screen that even allows in more light but keeps the bugs out. It's just so many different innovations through Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I don't know how you don't have them in your home if you're going to add value to your home or you just want to enjoy your home and have your home become more economical. You can't do anything if you don't call or you get hold of them. Uh, 855-PELLA, P-E-L-L-A, 855-PELLA-W-I. That's 855-PELLA-W-I. Or or just go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Dot com Again, P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com, and see for yourself what I've been telling you about for a long time. These windows and doors and the entryway systems, fantastic, and they beautify your home. And it just it's such peace of mind knowing that everything's well taken care of when it comes to your windows and doors. And when you lock them up at night, you know, unless somebody drives a truck through a wall, nobody's getting in either. So they are just peace of mind right there as you lay your head on your pillow. Go to PellaWI.com. That is Pella, P-E-L-L-A, Pella. WI.com. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. When I think of Lorelei, 
to um, to uh, Road America coming up for the NASCAR race in a couple of weeks, and going to be doing it in the new this year's version. Uh, the Big Unit Cruiser brought to you by our friends at Cunis RV, Wisconsin's fastest-growing RV dealer. Your travel and camping experts, experts. And if you're in the market for a motorhome, a fifth wheel, a camper van, travel trailer, whatever it may be, Cunis has got you covered. You can go with a Jayco, Alliance, Coachman, Dutchman, Forest River. Beautiful, beautiful. Thor, Heartland, Crossroads, Keystone, Winnebago. So many more. You can stop into any one. They continue to get bigger. Just buying them up all over the state and using their buying power for more and more and more. I was just down at the one in Elkhorn a couple of weeks ago, and oh, my God, did they have a huge selection down there. And uh, they do all over. As a matter of fact, we were driving up to uh, to uh, Pembine, up to Four Seasons Island Resort, uh, just two weeks ago. And they had a, a bunch of the uh, different dealerships uh, up off of 43. So check out Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. That is CunisRV. Dot com and see all that they have in stock, all that they have to offer, and all that they can get you, and paying top dollar for your trade in addition. Because there's a lot of people right now, if you're thinking about taking that big family vacation, you're probably going, yeah, that ain't happening because uh, the, the prices are just stupid. But how about something in the state? Less money, and you still end up having a great time, a lot of fun. Interact with nature. Go to many of these parks right here nearby or see something here in the, the continental U.S. And do it with a uh, an RV from our friends at uh, Cunis RV. Go to Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com, Wisconsin's fastest growing RV dealer right here in our own backyard. Um, What else do we have today, Ben? We got Mike coming up here in just a little bit. Oh, this one was from Anthony who said, uh, uh, he said, Ben, uh, ask Ben. Did uh, did you have any one-on-ones or meet-and-greets with any of the pros? Ben, did you, or did you just kind of hang out? Well, I mean, we had the post-round press conferences. The way, right. and this is what I love about golf, it's the only major sport where you're not there covering a team. You're covering the tournament. And I guess NASCAR mm-hmm. and IndyCar could be the same way, where like as writers and everything, you're rooting for all the guys to win. Like when you're watching right. them, you're you're in your head rooting for all of them to hit great shots. So the way it's set up, and I don't know how this is at Lambeau because I haven't covered games up there, but the breakfast spread is pretty much all of the players in the caddies and the media all together. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of you know just natural conversation and stuff you overhear or whatever. Your natural water cooler talk uh, over the breakfast spread. How's the course playing? You know how are you feeling? All that kind of stuff. But no, no meet and greets in, in that formal sense. There you go. Well, yeah, it's okay. You know, I mean, if you, uh, you know, if you, like you said, you're following particular players, guys that you like, you may follow the leaderboard. You know, when, when you get to a go, it's not like you have to sit in the tent and you're just following the action. You can go follow guys and different stories and, and all that kind of stuff, which is kind of cool. Oh, I, Eight, I, seven, I did way ahead. too much, way too much walking this weekend. And to reach a point, I was going to tweet. I felt it was a little too selfish to tweet. But as, you know, the leader was uh, finishing the 17th hole to pretty much ice the victory, I was saying that, you know, the biggest feat of the weekend was actually my back and knee making it through walking 27 <laughs> holes a day. Yeah, it's uh, there's quite a bit to it. But nevertheless, it's uh, it, it covering a, a golf event is different because it's so different on the course as opposed to what you see on TV. It's just, it's it's night and day. You would think that being in the media, you have this up-close and personal experience. And 
And really you don't. And the one thing that I appreciate, I think out of all the sports that I, that I cover, I love football games and baseball games you can be at and you get more. The only thing you get different on uh, out of a baseball game on TV is the fact that you can see inside the dugout the shots in the dugout. You can see, you know, interaction between player and manager. You, if you're not sitting in a place where you can see both dugouts, which most of the time you can't, you don't get that. You don't get a chance. Like when we're sitting in the press box for American Family Field, you can't see into the Brewers dugout. you got to look up at the monitors to see what's going on. But you do get the discussion of people in the media uh, of listening to different conversations about thoughts and strategies and stuff like that. And it does give you advanced knowledge as far as the expanse of knowledge uh, rather than just your own opinion. Football games I love to be at because you can just see it. You can see it develop. You can see it from the all-22 point of view. You can see interactions on the sidelines that you don't normally get via television. You can pay attention to a player in the tent, how they walk, how they work out, uh, if they're on a bike. Things that you don't, as the action goes on in the field, you're not seeing on the sidelines. You get so much more out of a game from being there. But golf, golf is a different animal because golf is um, it's, it's so built for TV. To be there is really cool, to be a part of it. But to follow the action so closely and to see the different nuances of putts, distances and such, what what you don't get on television at a golf event is the undulation of the actual course because it just looks green and usually flat and you can't really tell where the bumps and the humps and all that kind of stuff are. But to me, golf is built for television. But if you go to an event, it's cool. It's just different as far as seeing all the action, because you can't follow all the action. We're on TV, you're going, okay, let's go back to such and such on, on 13. Let's go to this guy on 16. Let's go to this, where you're just out there walking around. <laughs> you're following the people that are in front of you, and every now and then you'll look up at the leaderboard to see if it's changed. That's just, and that's just, that's that's the difference in covering them. 877-867-1670. Uh, if you want to hit me up, feel free. Uh, what do you like, Ben, out of all the things that you've covered, what do you like covering the best? Ooh, I, I'm probably going to say golf because I've always been to events uh, for every sport as a fan. And I felt while well, covering it obviously is different. It's like uh, you still kind of get similar things. And if you're sitting in the stands, not far away from where the media sits golf, though, I think it's a completely different animal, especially as, you know, someone who's a nut for the sport. It's something so different than about seeing a dude like drive what 280 290 down the middle on tv and seeing him completely crank it in real life or if right. he's 150 out you, you see the camera tracks it while you're watching on tv but seeing the ball rise up and down and you know stop an inch oh, from yeah. the hole is a completely different animal the the other when you talk about the drives and actually witnessing them uh is seeing a ball that does not go like the the way the way they want it to go when you see a ball that does not, does not have that giant high arcing type of drive that they just crank, they, they, that ball leaves with such a limited trajectory and yet leaves with such an incredible velocity because of the club head speed. To see that up close and personal, that's different. I agree with you there. And that, I do. That is, that, is, uh, that is impressive. I do also kind of like seeing them melt down at times because it makes me feel better about myself. Well, yeah. That goes without saying. Makes me feel a little bit better about my game. I agree with that. 
but you just don't realize how these guys can hit a when you look at when when like you and I are on the course I can I've driven a ball 300 okay it's not something I do consistently I'm probably more 265 to 275 ish you know consistently uh but to see somebody that consistently goes 325 315 and does it with you know a fade or a a you know a, a just a shot down the middle or a long roll or put it in, into a precise area that's what's impressive about being there in person for golf that's what's so cool otherwise all we ever pay attention to is a guy that doesn't keep it on the fairway it rolls off into the rough or he's going over trees or whatever you know whatever but that i agree with seeing it in person is so so different uh, for golf than it is because home runs are home runs in in ballparks the long pass it it just has a more majestic feel when you're there and in person rather than watching it on tv because they don't necessarily follow the ball through the air but you get a chance to see it and then actually see the wide receiver begin to run under it or stop or jump forward or what you get to see how that sets up in the air whereas golf golf is a different animal when you get a chance to see it in person but, like I said, you're limited to just those that are in front of you versus following on television the different holes as they continually give you the action. 877-867-1670. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Michael show we continue on glad to have you hopefully you're enjoying the day on this monday mike clemens coming up in the next hour mike's going to join us and uh, he'll fill us in as to uh, all the goings on in green bay and everything that uh, we discussed last week the charity softball game all that kind of good stuff and uh we'll be chatting about that coming up here in just a few speaking of what's going on in green bay uh, to give you the update, Alan Lazard has indeed signed his restricted tender, uh, confirming him uh, that uh, you know he was in Green Bay and that he is now going to get paid. He's uh, sets him up with a payout of three point nine eight six million, three point nine eight six million dollars for Alan Lazard, who wanted to get uh, a longer term deal and uh, some more cash, but. Um, did not get the offers. Did not get the offers. So the Packers get them back, ready to go, and then kind of go from there. Um, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Tonight you've got uh, game five of the NBA Finals coming up. Um, ben, who are you favoring tonight, by the way, going into the NBA Finals? Oh. 
I've been made look pretty stupid recently because I feel like every time I doubt Boston, they just come back and right? look awesome. But then Steph just went nuts this weekend to mm-hmm. win game four. I'm going to stick with the Warriors. I still think they have that gear that Boston cannot match. But I, I'm saying the Warriors, but I'm going to look dumb because Boston will probably win. Yeah, Boston failed to secure home court advantage. Uh, they dropped game four on Friday night, and the series now shifts back to the Chase Center for game five tonight. Four point Eight o'clock central, by the way. The Warriors are. The, the the weirdest story coming out of this. Did you read the story? And I think it was somebody on Barstool Sports who who brought this to the to to the attention of everybody. Uh, somebody on TikTok. But did you see the story about uh, Del Curry, former Milwaukee Buck, and obviously has played for other teams? But did you see that he? They showed Steph Curry's mom with a different guy, and because Steph Curry's mom and dad got divorced, I think it was like a year ago. And the weirdest story that came out of this whole thing is the parents are sitting there. They're showing the camera on the different parents, and they have different people. And the guy on Barstool Sports apparently said it looked like the other, the, 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 you know, the, the, uh, the other couple, the, the, the man and the woman that are now with Steph's parents, looked to be married. Or used to be married. And then sure enough, through the power of social media, people went back and discovered that's true. So I don't know the ele- I, I don't know the details. I, but what I understand is alleged is the rumor is that Steph's mom had the affair with this guy. And that led to the divorce on which Steph's dad um, ended up talking to the woman of the man who the, the mother was having the affair with, and they got together. So they kind of just swapped partners, I guess, for lack of a better term. They kind of just swapped it all out. But uh, that's that's been the weirdest story of the finals so far. I mean, we can talk about all the, play, the X's and O's on the court all you want, but I think people now, to me, I it doesn't really matter to me, I, I I think more in the gossip-esque portion of our lives of just intriguing weirdness. We follow this, but this has become a social media sensation that they just kind of swapped partners and just said, okay, let's do this instead. And that's what happened. But, yeah, it's it's just a, a, a weird dynamic to all of this. Uh, eight seven seven eight six seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Did you did you see that story, Ben? No, I missed that entirely. Really? Yeah. The story I yeah. thought you were going to talk about was Draymond Green and others crying about Celtics fans cursing in front of kids. No, and you know Celtics fans are brutal. Um, let's be honest, Celtics fans are brutal, and they can be. They have been. It's nothing new. Uh, the whole thing with kids, I get it. You know, you shouldn't. you got to have some decorum. But it, all fan bases, I can tell you a story probably from every fan base that has had somebody yell something at somebody when their kids are standing there. We've all been there. We've all seen it. We've all heard it. We've all been in circumstances where you've had to literally tell somebody, can you just not use the F as an adjective, a pronoun, a verb, and any other way you could possibly use it? Uh, to, to describe whatever it is is going on in your life because somebody, that's all they know how to say. 
when you got when you're sitting over six kids, you know, we we've all been there. We've all seen it. I don't think there's anything new there. The one thing that's going to be interesting is Draymond Green got yanked with about seven and a half minutes to go in that game, in that game the other night. He is playing then, bad. He, yeah, he played terrible. So will he have a bounce back night? I think he has but as they, many fouls as points this series. They have taken him out of this. The Celtics have, defensively speaking, they have taken him out of this. They got into the first couple of games. He was looking strong, and then they got into his head, and now they've just defended him. And if he's not scoring and he's not doing damage, he he doesn't bring anything else to the table. You know, he does give you some defense, but he gives you more incitement than he does defense. So uh, tonight, back at it. NBA Finals continue on. 8 o'clock Central Time tonight, by the way. 8 o'clock Central Time. Stay tuned. Coming up in the next hour... Got uh, Mike Clemens going to be joining me here in studio here in about uh, 25, 30 minutes. So stay tuned for that. Another one yet to go. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. The Bill Michael Show podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.